good evening. Yeah, family, it's Scrippy. And it's your edition or weekend edition of the MIB podcast. Well, what's going on, famo? Your boy Creepy is here. Had a long enough day today. Hiking and swimming and all that other good stuff. But the day is almost at an end and um, I really should have released this podcast earlier today. However, a few things came up. We get to enjoy a little bit of our life. In any case, I hope everyone is doing well. And we're going to get into the prices. As usual, I will be using CoinGecko. And it goes like this, famo. Bitcoin is trading at 28,397.55. Up 1.5% and uh, within the last 24 hours and down 0.3 within the last 7 days. It's a nice and nice evening. My windows are open. I think you could hear everything out there. Uh, in second in second place, we have Ethereum trading at 1865.41 and uh, within the last 24 is up 0.5% and in 7 days up 2.3 then we have Tether strong in the third with uh, well steady as Tether goes $1 stable coin then we have Binance BNB trading at 313.45 not much movement from Binance this week. Up 0.8% and down 0.5%. Up 0.8% within the last 24 and down 05 within the last 7 days. Not much movement from Binance this week. Then we have USD Coin or USDC steady at $1. Then XRP steady at $0.50 cents for the last couple of days. No movement really within the last 7 days down 0.8%. Then we have Cardano trading at 39 cents, up 0.9 within the last 24 and down 0.9 within the last 7 days. Then we have Doge, 8th place, at 0.08 or 8 cents, up 2.3% within the last 24 and 7 days down 2%. Lido Stake Ether trading at 1855.52, Within the last 24, up 0.4%. Not much. And 7 days down 2.1%. Then we have Polygon Matic. Trading at $1.10. And not much movement from Polygon. Within the last 7 days, down 0.7%. Then we have Solana trading at 20.36 in 11th. Polkadot trading at $6.23 in 12th. Binance USD One second FAMO Binance USD Trading at $1 And then we have Litecoin $90.90 
and in 15th place Shiba Inu at a ridiculous price but not much movement from SHIB 0.00001099 so we're not going to see much movement from SHIB anyway famo glad to be here this day and we're going to get on with the news and um, some crypto news um, some price analysis if we can get that let's see what we have uh, as for BTC BTC has been trading consistently this week below the 2029,000 20, well that would be over the last couple of days analyst community is split in their predictions for Bitcoin's short-term future. Some predict that Bitcoin's value may increase to 30,000, while others believe that it may have reached a temporary peak. BTC has been hovering between 27,000 28,000 in the last week. Well, this is true. There's not much been that much movement from BTC and not well the market in general as for ethereum eth price analysis shows that it has successfully broken out of its key resistance level of $1800 and is trading around this level has been trading around this level for the past few days the forecast for ethereum's short term future is also mixed some analysts are predicting a potential pullback from this level, while others believe it will stay above. One second, Famo. That it will stay above the 1800 mark in the, in the next coming days. But Ethereum recently had a. Um, the Shanghai fork and, uh, and the prices are set to be well the people are hoping that there will be a whole lot of gains yeah ETH dropped by over 7.5% in its BTC pair in 2023 but the ETH BTC pair may wipe its year to date losses entirely in April as Ethereum's long waited Shanghai fork days away and I, I made a good mistake in saying that this upgrade is set for April 12th enabling Ethereum stakers to withdraw around 1.1 billion ETH in rewards worth over 2 billion as of April 8th yeah famo if you have some Ethereum well I do have some myself not much but you know enough to just smile a little bit here and there and in other news another price analysis here BNB has been trading with a tight range of 310 to 314 over the last seven days BNB continues to remain strong in the market and is expected to stay range bound between these levels for some time Cardano has been trading a bit volatile over the last week with prices rising and falling drastically in quick succession. The coin is currently trading above 37 cents and may remain range bound between this level for some days 
before making any sharp movements. XRP has also been trading within a tight range over the last week with prices fluctuating at about well anywhere between 0.48 to 0.52 and we have some news on Seoul as well and been volatile over the last seven days prices skyrocketed from 21 between 21 and 20 and back again multiple times and so accordingly it's uh, they was they're saying hey, it's a little bit difficult to predict Seoul's short-term future USDC issuer circle submits applications to become a licensed crypto provider in France this is what we're talking about FAMO when we say that uh, these jobs and these entities are making inroads outside of the US so much pressure from regulators here that we have US entities looking to make that move Circle announced it had submitted applications for a license to enter the European market as an e-money provider in France and as a crypto provider. The stablecoin issuer aims to make France the base of its European expansion. The recent failure of the US banking system had a significant impact on the popular stablecoin USDC, causing its issuer Circle reserves to become stuck at Silicon Valley Bank. Nonetheless, Circle wasn't deterred and recently announced it has submitted applications for a license to enter the European market as an e-money provider in France and as a crypto provider. If the registration is successful, Circle will be permitted to offer its products to customers in France, including its Eurox stablecoin. However, Circle must pass inspections on governance and anti-money laundering procedures per French regulations to register. I have a story on, on uh, the uh, AML, anti-money laundering. That's going to come up soon. With a DASP registration in sight, the firm looks forward to future growth in the French market. Speaking of Tether now, Tether supply hits 80 billion for the first time since May 2022. The supply of USDT or Tether across cryptocurrency exchanges has dropped 28% in 2023, hitting an, all, hitting an overall decline in demand for stablecoins. Tether continues to benefit from the ongoing turmoil in the U.S. dollar-backed stablecoin industry, with its market cap growing significantly in Q1 2023 at other stablecoins' expense. Well, we did see that Circle's USDC was depegged for a while, and so everyone else ran into BSB, USD, and Tether, but they were more stable than Circle was. On April 6th, the circulating market cap of USDT surpassed 80 billion for the first time since May 2022, with a gain of 15 billion so far in 2023. 
On the other hand, the market caps of its chief rivals, namely USDC and Binance, USDBUSD, fell by about 12 billion and 9.4 billion, respectively. Wow. That's amazing that Tether has been around so long and is actually a stablecoin of choice for most people around the globe. Um, I at one time used Tether. Well, who hasn't in crypto? Who hasn't in crypto? In other news today, crypto exchange SushiSwap exploited. Here's how to ensure your funds are safe. A smart contract bug in the popular decentralized exchange SushiSwap has led to the theft of about 3.3 million in Ethereum. According to the crypto analytics firm PeckShield, the bug is connected to the contract of approval process and is related to an update that was implemented a few weeks ago. The bug led to the theft of about 1,800 ETH from a well-known crypto trader who goes by the name Sifu. SushiSwap says all hands on, are on deck to recover funds if possible. The team has provided a link that traders can use to check their accounts and revoke any permissions if necessary. Well, it happens, man. This is crypto. Crypto expert. Next set of news here. Crypto expert Jeremy Hogan predicts possible outcome in SEC lawsuit against Ripple. Crypto legal expert Jeremy Hogan predicts a possible outcome for the ongoing SEC lawsuit against Ripple. Hogan suggests that a judge might rule that sales of XRP after mid-2018 were not securities. Ripple Labs president expresses optimism about the lawsuits. One second. Out about the lawsuits outcome and expect a decision to be made this year. Polygon becomes second largest gaming blockchain after user activity surges in March. Polygon overtook Hive for the second spot last month with the Hunter's on-chain RPG partly driving the growth in unique active wallets. Surging user activity on Ethereum Layer 2 scaling solution Polygon in March saw the network become the second largest blockchain gaming network in terms of unique active wallets or UAWs. According to the Blockchain Games report published by Decentralized Application an analytics platform DapRadar, the number of UAWs engaging with games on Polygon hit 138,081 in March, marking an increase of 53% from February. That figure places Polygon well ahead of third and fourth ranked Hive and BNB chain at 84,000 and 80,000 UAWs respectively, while first placed Wax is well ahead of the pack with 314,000 UAWs. One second, famo. 
Polygon, a blockchain previously known for DeFi apps, overtook Hive this month and secured the second spot. This is a positive sign for Polygon as it is now gaining recognition as a gaming blockchain, the report reads. Well, am I not happy that I purchased some Matic some years ago? Yes, famo. This is the use case that you look for when you are checking your crypto for value. This is some use case. Loving it. Loving it. Yeah. U.S. Treasury Department claims criminals and North Korean cyber actors use DeFi to launder money. The U.S. Department of the Treasury released a new report on Thursday outlining what it argues are illicit finance risks inherent to decentralized finance. DeFi. Well, is this an attack in the, in the, in the beginning here on DeFi? I know that they've always not liked DeFi because there is no centralized provider or middleman or anything. It's strictly decentralized finance. FAMO. Love it. The Treasury Department says criminals are taking advantage of DeFi platforms that aren't compliant with U.S. anti-money laundering, AML, we've heard this again, and countering finance financing of, ter- of terrorism, CFT, regulations. Well, family, I have something on this. And let me read that, debunking the myth. Cryptocurrency is used for criminal activity. The transparency of blockchain technology and the active involvement of crypto exchanges help law enforcement agencies combat criminal activity. Crypto is often associated with criminal activity, but this is mostly a myth, especially today. Bitcoin and other cryptos don't provide complete anonymity due to the Know Your Customer or KYC policies implemented by most crypto exchanges. Even without KYC scanning or Know Your Customer, law enforcement agencies can easily track crypto transactions to identify criminal activity as the blockchain is transparent and immutable. In 2019, United States Treasury Secretary Stephen Munch, was it Muchin, Muchin, said that Bitcoin was a national security issue since it had been used for illicit activities. To him, cryptos were dominated by illegal activities and speculation. Though illicit crypto volumes reach an all-time high at 20.6 billion in 2022, primarily due to sanctioned entities, the share of all crypto activities linked with illegal activity was only 24%. No, 0.24%. This pales in comparison to the 800 billion to 2 trillion laundered through traditional financial systems in fiat or regular money, about 2% to 5% of the global GDP. I had a little extra on that. Yes, well, and this is from Chain chain Analysis. Analysis at Chain Analysis suggests 8.6 billion in crypto was related to laundering in 2021. That's up from 2020 figure at 6.6 billion but it's down from 2019's estimate of 10.9 billion 
while these are significant amounts, Chain Analysis points out that 2021's total crypto transaction volume was 15.8 trillion, an increase of 5.67% from December's number, or from 2020's number. Of this 5.76 increase percentage increase, 79% was related to illicit activities. So total illicit total volume of illicit crypto transaction was between 0.1 and 0.15% in recent years and cash accordingly as we just read roughly 800 billion to 2 trillion well famo and so it's constant that they ask or they bring up the money laundering thing but then if you do your research you find out where the money laundering really takes place and that's with fiat yes famo In news about Doge here, Doge retreats after Elon Musk Twitter reverts back to Bluebird logo. I know they changed that for a little while. The most popular meme asset on the market is coming back down to earth. As billionaire Elon Musk reverts Twitter's logo back to its iconic Bluebird. Twitter's return to its traditional logo sent Dogecoin crashing after it mounted a 30% rally earlier this week due to the chief executive using Doge's logo as the Twitter icon. I tell you, man. Doge's, tr- Doge's trading, well, for less now, like this was from yesterday. Well, it's trading here at 0.0821 at time of the writing and an 8%, 8.7% dip during the last 24 hours and 19.5 decrease from its seven-day high of 10 cents set on April 3rd. That's the thing about Doge, you know? The price of Doge doesn't move unless Elon Musk or someone says something. And I can't risk my little investment in Doge or whatever the case may be just based on whether a celebrity has an opinion on it. Some people might just go on ahead. He might change this thing to Doge logo. They go all in and invest all in. And then he just decides, well, you know what? That's not really what I want to do. So that's why you have the law running after him at times, Mr. Musk, for leading people on, especially Doge followers. Like, they just hang on this guy's every word. I wonder if they all drive Teslas. In the news here, Texas lawmakers introduced bill pro- proposing to establish a gold-backed digital currency. Two Republican lawmakers from Texas, Senator Brian Hughes and Representative Mark Dorazio, have introduced legislation to create a gold-backed digital currency that could be enacted by the state legislature. Policymakers believe that this currency could greatly benefit the Lone Star State and, as an alternative digital currency, alternative, yes, it could provide Texas residents with the ability to circumvent a central bank digital currency. They all very wary of CBDCs. And speaking of which, I will be having the 47 on Wednesday's show 
to get into stablecoins and CBDCs for a bit. I'm looking forward to that show and having the 47 on to drop the knowledge and to get into crypto a little bit. Yes, famo. Next in the news, gold and silver outlook as 23 states move to reclaim precious metals as legal tender. An increasing number of U.S. states are introducing bills to recognize gold and silver as money. These actions are in response to high inflation and the rise of dollar alternatives overseas. If these bills were to pass, they could drive significant demand in physical precious metals while famo uh, we don't only speak crypto there are precious metals out here that you can invest in gold silver you look it up and this is the type of news that you hear and that tells you well whether or not i should buy a few more gold nuggets you know for those of you that have it and if you didn't and you prefer not to invest in crypto then invest in precious metals it's a good investment nevertheless and those have been time and tested time and time and time again way 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 back and coming from way back uh, we know that gold and silver has held good value and reading on here as as the international reserve currency for the better part of a century global trust in the US dollar has been virtually limitless at any time. Uh, well, you know what, FAMO, I will not read that because I'm looking down and it's um, there's a whole lot to read. And so the gist of it, get into some gold and silver. The value of the dollar is being compromised as we speak. For those of you who do read and who listen to the news and who who, 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 source, who source out what you really need to source out, you can see that so much money has been printed quite recently. Inflation is a big thing if you've not been paying attention. Other nations have been using other, dollar, other dollars other than the US, well, other currencies, like I won't say other dollars, other currencies other than this dollar, that is strengthening their dollar or their trading with their money. And what's going to happen to all that money that was once used? Well, it's going to come, apart from everything else that has been printed, it's all going to come back here. FAMO. And, well, I am not an economist. I am just hoping that the best things can happen while I'm living here. So, in other news, economist Peter Schiff advises get rid of your US dollars now. Once USDC reserve currency status in jeopardy, as I was just saying, economist Peter Schiff has urged people to get rid of their US dollars now as a growing number of countries have escalated their efforts to reduce their dependence on the US and the USD. The dollar's reserve currency status is in jeopardy as is the American standard of living that depends on it. The best move you can make is to mitigate your personal loss 
to, to mitigate your personal loss is to divest of dollars and dollar-denominated financial assets. He stressed. Yes, FAMO. Um, quoting him here, how much clearer does the writing on the wall need to be? Get rid of your US dollars now while there's still enough people who still can't read it. Schiff tweeted on Thursday, the dollar's reserve currency status is in jeopardy as is the American standard of living that depends on it. The best move you can make to mitigate your personal loss is to divest of dollars and dollar-dominated financial assets. He's saying soon everyone in America will be a multi-millionaire, but don't get too excited. Chewing gum will sell for over $1,000 a pack, and all those higher taxes meant to soak today's millionaires and billionaires will drench tomorrow's middle class. Take that from economist Peter Schiff. In news from Robinhood today, Robinhood faces 10.2 million penalty from multiple U.S. states over technical failures, investor harm. And you would you would you would find that they would go hard after a company like Binance, Coinbase. Uh, which, which other one was this? Kraken, right? They hard after Ripple, but Robinhood, after so many things have happened in re- recent times with Robinhood, they're still here active and working. The settlement follows an investigation into Robinhood platform outages. Yeah, Robinhood platform outages in March 2020, spearheaded by irregular by regulators in seven states, including California and Alabama. That's a big penalty. This isn't Robin Hood's first multi-dollar, million-dollar penalty. In 2021, Robin Hood's crypto arm said it was set to pay a 30 million settlement to the New York State Department of Financial Services (NYDFS) over violations of regulatory requirements. This came after a 65 million dollar payment to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission in 2020 to settle allegations the platform misled investors. The platform was also slapped with a $70 million fine by the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, for failing to protect customers. Robinhood repeatedly failed to serve its clients, but this settlement makes clear that Robinhood must take its customer care obligation seriously and correct these deficiencies, NASAA President Andrew Harnett said in a press statement. They just slap these companies with fines and they keep on and they keep on ticking. I don't think that is going to go so well with the crypto companies, especially. Um, well, I can't say that uh, I can predict anything, but you know, Binance is in a little bit of hot water. And I, I wouldn't think that it would receive the treatment to where it will just have to settle. They might go all the way with Binance. Yes, Famo. Um, I have a story here on Chat GPT. In the little AI section, AI Chat GPT wrongly accused law professor of sexual assault. The chatbot says a prominent law professor committed sexual assault during a trip he never took. 
in the latest incident of an artificial intelligence hallucinating, Jonathan Turley, a U.S. criminal defense attorney and law professor, claimed that ChatGPT accused him of committing sexual assault. Worse, the AI made up and cited a Washington Post article to substantiate the Clay family. This is just news. Yet, this tells you that AI is manipulating information. And I don't know what to say. Turley wrote about the AI's slanderous allegation in a USA Today opinion column and on his blog, What if we are in a future where AI has the last word? Someone like this might get sent to jail or maybe face the death squad. Yeah, alright, so continuing with him where he quoted, I received a curious email from a fellow law professor about research that he ran on ChatGPT about sexual harassment by professors. Turley wrote, The program promptly reported that I had been accused of sexual harassment in a 2018 Washington Post article after groping law students on a trip to Alaska. It was a surprise to me since I have never gone to Alaska with students. The Post, what if this man had taken a trip? My God. The Post never published such an article and I have never, ever been accused of sexual harassment or is an assault by anyone. AI hallucinations refer to instances when an AI generates results that are unexpected. So they have hallucinations. God damn. Untrue. Well, so when they generate results that are unexpected, untrue, and not backed by real-world data, it's called a hallucination. AI hallucinations can create false content, news, or information about people, events, or facts. Well, what if someone programmed them to just create false content? What if we have a, an Orwellian society here where Big Brother is just telling you what to think and what to do using AI? Um, how dare you stand up to you know, the government when they're using these entities? Or who knows what type of... Uh, dystopian future that's ahead of us yeah famo um, another another thing here chat gpt may have helped someone win the lottery could it be true a man from thailand claimed that he has used chat gpt to generate numbers that help him win the lottery mr boonrin i couldn't pronounce his first name here it's very long recently went viral after sharing details on TikTok of how he used the AI chatbot developed by OpenAI to generate numbers that he in turn used to play the lottery and win. His strategy includes inputting some hypothetical questions as well as some prior winning numbers as a chat GPT query according to Marshable. The winning numbers for Mr. Boonrin's draw were 57, 27, 29, and 99. 29 and 99, and he won 2,000 Thai. Oh, yeah, oh, it's about 59 US. While the price was not large, he told a local publication that he has used this strategy to generate lottery numbers in the past. He added that ChatGPT told him not to get too obsessed with the method 
noting that the win- noting that winning the lottery was a matter of luck and also suggested that he should go out and get some exercise. Well, now a little bit further down, publications using AI to quietly generate articles have been found have been found publishing pieces with inaccurate information. Artwork that is supposed to be human-like is missing limbs. Sorry, famo. Missing limbs. Uh, let me go back to that. I was just disturbed while my, my phone rang through my uh, car here. Now back to this, there's no telling what issues could arise if more people attempt to use ChatGPT as a method to generate lottery numbers, especially if people want the ego boost of sharing online how they earned their winnings. Yeah, famo, with the exception of the little disturbance here, this was pretty much my stories for the week, and or the weekend for that matter. And I will have, like I said, the 47 who will be on within the next couple days, I think Wednesday. And we will be talking about CBDCs and what else are we going to talk about? Me, the 47. Well, Famo, it's going to be a CBDC day. And I think we will be dropping something about stable coins too. So, Famo, who's saying that? So, boy, Crippy, I'm out.